Hello, Internet. Today with me, I have Derek Furtney. He's replacing the other hey. Derek because the other Derek was. What's a nice way to say not here? Ill. <laughs> Ill. Under the weather. Yeah, there you go. He was under the weather, mm-hmm. which uh, apparently under the weather's the weather. been super shitty everywhere. So I could see how it kind of mm. was. But uh, yeah, so I'm. See, so you got the memo to wear your your cream colored yellow shirt for this podcast, oh. which is great. So now we match. So yeah, people, yeah. People will know we're on the same team. Can't tell us apart. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely think uh, we're the same yeah. person. A little bit of facial hair, white. What else do you need? Oh, I wasn't wearing my glasses. Usually I wear glasses, but uh, ah, dang it. I'm actually kind of uh, narcissistic, and where I, when I wear glasses on a video, it makes my eyes look really small because I have such a thick prescription. And it's like I'll wear glasses, and then uh. I like look like my head goes like whoop behind my glasses, so that's why I don't wear them. <laughs> Which is uh, I have the opposite problem. Oh, make sure my eyes are smaller than my glasses eyes. Oh, so you yeah, have? Yeah. Are you? Farsighted? Can't see far away. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's farsighted. Yeah, Yeah. I have the thing where I can't see far away. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I. uh, So the problem is too. I want to get laser eye surgery, and I have a slight stigmatism, so I need to like they need to like suction cut my eyeballs and do some really gross stuff to it for a bit, and uh, I'm kind of unsure about that. And then it turns out that my wife, a lovely human being, Christy, she um, she doesn't like me without my glasses on. And so now I'm kind of torn because uh, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, I could like have perfect vision and yeah. not have to wear glasses, which would be mm-hmm. fantastic. Or I can um, keep my glasses and have a happy wife and and save three thousand $3,500 or something. So here's, I, I'm torn. Here's what you do. Besides the happy wife, happy life thing, you keep your glasses and you buy something ridiculously dumb with the three grand. And then when your wife goes to give you shit, be like, well, you said you wanted me to keep my glasses. So I'm just trying to make you happy. And meanwhile, you have like whatever ridiculous thing you bought for $3,000. A new, a new laptop. So that I can become a uh, a rotating guest on here with better video quality. Yeah, actually, your video quality is good. It's just phone thing, but we have guests on phone all the, <laughs> on the phone all the time. Uh, ah. The crackling thing, I don't know. That's uh, that might mm-hmm. be my internet. I don't know. We were trying to solve it. That's why we started fifteen minutes late. Sorry, everybody, but uh, yeah, we couldn't figure it out. So I guess. Um, pretend Derek's extra spicy and that's what the crackles from. So spicy. You're not crackling anymore. So just talk in your sexy voice like you just did. And we'll be good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So is there anything you would like to talk about this week or do you want to just go with my pedestrian list that I had sent you? Well, if there's one thing everybody in my life knows about me is I'm always outraged, Dale. Mm. In fact, that was when I was kind of mentioning this, um, that I was invited 
the feedback was, but you're never angry about anything. Mm. So uh, I feel like I'm the perfect person to uh, be very angry about uh, yeah. about the internet. And, well, uh, yeah. See, that's actually the thing is it's not us getting angry. It's the loophole it's is the we look at what people are getting mad about online and then we make fun of them mm-hmm. because they're dumb for caring. I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that's how our slogan goes. I don't know. Derek always says it. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll remember that. Definitely. And then he's not here. He's yeah, not here. It's only been 160 episodes. You figure I would have learned it by now, but I no, 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 no. Well, I, 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 I yeah, yeah. I, I, I think uh, potato people maybe is mm. what you you're needing to talk about. Yeah, I, I did then, tweet uh, that out that we would talk about the gender neutral potato head. Yeah. So I like we were talking about this a bit before. I was like, I'm not even going to talk about this because this is just ridiculous. Like it's just like. Um, basically wokeness t-ball where hasbro the company that owns mr potato head was just like well we'll just take the mr off and then we'll be gender neutral and then a bunch of people online were like i can't believe they're doing this to the toy i liked when i was a kid and blah, blah, blah. and i was all like people still play with mr potato heads like is it even relevant anymore i think it is uh, when i was last with my parents they actually have the potato people are they potato people or potato heads uh yeah, but whatever they are there's a, a giant bucket of potato head people yeah. non-gendered either gender or whatever any gender and they're all just smashing the one thing and it kind of just it makes sense that like kids are just tossing things into toy boxes anyways yeah so you could almost just do it as a uh a cost-saving measure you know you just sell them all in one box and then you're not even, you know, who cares if it's a male or a female or whatever, or, you know, as a kid, I had three eyed potato people anyways. Um, so I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like anything to me that somebody would get uh, upset about it. It's not a wokeness thing, maybe from my perspective, but <laughs> yeah, Do you I don't hear? know. I'm not, I don't have a good woke radar. So, yeah. So I was actually reading up on this. Do you want to hear like what actually is the most annoying part about this whole thing? is mm. they're not actually getting rid of Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Like you're still going to oh. be able to buy Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. But the to- the whole toy line was called Mr. Potato Head. So it would be like Mr. Potato Head logo. And then in the box would be the guy to be like Mr. Potato Head. And this girl mm. one would be like Mr. Potato Head logo. And it'd be Mrs. Potato Head. Now it's just potato head logo and Mr. Potato head and Mrs. Potato head. So it's like this whole great big thing for nothing. nothing. Yeah. So basically the toy logo has Mr. Mm. Potato head taken out of it. And all the stuff is just the same. Like you could still buy Mm. the boy one or the girl one, but they don't, Mm. they don't say which one it is. So that's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you know, like uh, people just like getting angry, you know, you're in a pandemic. We're running out of new ideas. Potatoes. Uh, I want to be angry about potatoes. Yeah, now that there's no Trump, we got to get mad about a different potato. Eh? Yeah, I was angrier angrier about the fact that they are made after russet potatoes. And there's just like such a wide variety of potatoes that they could Mm -hmm. be pulling from that it, it shouldn't just be russet. Like that's so basic. I mean, there's like some 
it starts with a K. I don't remember the name, but the the kind of like white spot makes their potatoes from or their French fries. Oh, Cavendish. And uh, that's what you need. Mm. Yeah, those are like littler and like littler and Crispier. yellow. Did you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you know that when Mr. Potato Head started the toy, it didn't even come with a plastic potato. It just came with the parts and you'd stick it in your own, like you'd have to supply your own potato. <laughs> that was the whole gimmick of it. Was so, it just, yeah. Huh. Pre-dinner so fun. Have this toy that just would go rotten. <laughs> awesome. Like you'd be awesome. sticking all That's the stuff like... in and then you just forget about it. And then your toy would be like. Gross. Yeah, that's peak 50s right there yeah like that's, if you yeah. you have a child let's say i do have a child when your child was five years old if you were to give her a potato and she stuck all these things in it would you then take that potato from the child who's five years old and cook it and eat it or would you throw it away be honest oh definitely yeah 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 i'd skin it and then mm. uh i'd put it in and I'd, I'd put it in a, a, a pot. You don't want to yeah. put it in when it's hot because then the potato will feel it, right? You have to let your child know that when you're putting their favorite toy in the pot, that you're putting it in when it's cold and then you're just gently warming it up. It won't feel a thing. It's totally yeah. fine. And then when you mash it up and you're kind of just like mashing it all together and stuff, you can put the eyes on there afterwards. And really, it's so happy. It's great. <laughs> It just looks a bit different now. He had some work done. It's all—it's yeah. fine. Yeah, just a little uh, <laughs> a murdered potato. <laughs> yeah, mashed, Mister Mashed Potato. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how kids would feel about that. Like, if they would be upset that you killed and were eating their potato. Yeah. Would your child yeah, care? Yeah, yeah. Only one way to find out. Only mm. one way to find out. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. try that next week. Get her emotionally attached to a uh, potato head and then <laughs> be like, we're killing and eating your potato head that you love so much. And then <laughs> she'll be traumatized for the rest of her life. <laughs> uh, it's like a, it's like an episode of Jamie Oliver when he goes to Italy and they're just like, this is our rabbit. It's dinner now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Here you go, kid. You can, you can skin it. You're the child. You get to skin the, the rabbit. Yeah, that sounds like life on the farm. Like uh, one of my favorite stories to tell about what it's like to grow up on a farm was I actually like I went into the barn to go talk to my dad and he was butchering rabbits and he would like he had the I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, if it's like actually mean to animals or whatever, because he would have the rabbit like by the back legs and then he would smack it with a hammer to kill it. And then he would like cut around the legs at the top and just peel all the skin off. And then there'd be like steam coming off it because it was cold and stuff. And it was, I think I was like nine or 10. And it was like, I was like, oh my God. And it freaked me out. And then we had rabbit that night. And I don't know if rabbit, I still don't know if I don't like rabbit because it tastes greasy or if because I saw my dad uh, butcher the rabbit itself. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's definitely a traumatic. Yeah, that's a trauma reaction. <laughs> so what I'm really trying to say is, I'm cultured like they are in Italy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I you are that. one of the more cultured people I know. 
right? I'm, I'm glad you find. I didn't want to say it about myself because I'm kind of a humble guy and I don't like to brag about myself, but mm. I'm just glad you put it out there mm. for everybody to hear about how cultured I am. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. for sure. One of the most cultured people I've ever met. <laughs> hmm. And you've seen me play baseball, so you know just how cultured I am. I have. Yeah. I have. Yeah. Um, speaking of culture. Yeah. Uh, that I didn't have a good, I was going to try and use that to segue into something, but I, oh, I, got I was going to say, I got nothing. Yeah, I, got, I got one for you. I got yes. one for you. Speaking right. of trauma and animals, how would you feel about getting bitten on your ass by a bear in an outhouse? I wouldn't be a fan. And the, the, the main reason is like, I think if, like I personally have been bitten on the butt by an animal before uh, when I was like five, a German shepherd. Oh, I geez. hopped over a fence as a kid yeah. and a German shepherd ran around, took a chunk out of my butt. And then uh, I kind of forgot about it for years. And then one day I was walking by a German shepherd yeah. and all of a sudden I was just like <gasps> German shepherd and had a flashback to uh, a German shepherd running around and, and biting me in the arse. Oh, crazy. And, uh, now, yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine that that lady, that, that she would be traumatized by that in some, in some way. But I think that, like, you should be cautious about bears all the time. Not that I would look in an outhouse, which I will mm -hmm. do from now on. Maybe not with a light because I don't want to look at what's in there. But I will, like, peek more Wait. in advance. You're not like every time I ever go into an outhouse, I have to look because not from because I'm scared there's going to be a bear in there, but because I'm scared the fluke man from X-Files is going to be in there. Do you remember that episode where there's that guy, he was like half man, half fluke worm, and he was like hiding in an outhouse because he was like gross or whatever. And he like pulled a person down into the outhouse ever since I saw that when I was like 14, I think I've been traumatized. So every I always look in the like. In the outhouse, I'm always like, please don't be monsters. Please don't be monsters. Yeah. But uh, yeah. yeah. I think from, and this is just from being at like uh, some kind of camp out thing with not enough toilets available. The real concern that you need is that you're not just going to like sit down and then be touching somebody else's excrement. Because oh, that, I've been that's... in. I have been in a situation oh. where like they just didn't order enough porta potties oh and then God. by the end of the weekend it was just like you could tell people were having to like hover oh if they were using it so oh uh, that's Jack, much more I think, concerning I think you just said the grossest thing that has ever been said on this podcast and that is sitting Excellent. in someone else's shit oh. <laughs> oh. it did not happen to me it oh. did, not. did it actually happen yeah, yeah, yeah. I stopped oh. using the outhouses at this place. I thought you were going to just explain, no, this was an unfounded fear I heard that I had thought would happen. But if, oh, that happened, oh, I would, you could never yeah. be clean. You would forever be unclean. No. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Well, I guess so we should, ex just to take our fucking minds off what Derek just told us, let's, I'll just explain what we're talking about. About, so an Alaskan woman, um, Shannon Stevens was staying in a remote yurt, which is a problem right there. Who stays remotely for one and in a yurt for the other one with her brother, Eric and his girlfriend when the, um, and what she, ha what happened was 
she went to the outhouse, which was 150 feet away from the yurt, which I think that's a lot. I'm not sure. That's like like 10 meters or something. Yeah, that's I, would, I don't I know how to calculate that stuff. I think that's 50 meters because there's roughly three foot mm. per meter. So that's like, mm. well, 0.2 of a kilometer away. <laughs> but yeah, so she says she sat down without looking, which, as I explained before, is incredibly. Brave. You would never do. I would never do because yes. of the fluke, man. And now because of bears. And there was a fucking bear in the outhouse. Like, it's, it, the story doesn't say, like, if it was like one of those plastic porta potty ones or if it was like an actual dugout outhouse, which I'm guessing it must have been like a dugout outhouse. And maybe it, since it was remote, I'm hoping that it was remote enough that there wasn't too much, as Derek would say, excrement in the hole so that the bear wasn't. <laughs> Because I just feel bad for a shit-covered bear. That would just be a horrible way to spend the winter. And so what happened was she basically sat on this bear's face, and it bit her right away. And it doesn't say how bad he bit her, but he bit her. I'm just I'm just jet giving this bear a gender, which makes me unwoke. But he bit her hard enough to draw blood, which is way harder than anybody should be bitten by a bear. And yeah. Hmm. So the moral of the story... That's the way. Look at the toilet. Yeah, and don't stay And also, um, how many have you... Yeah, and do you not sit on a bear's face? Is that is that another takeaway? Don't sit on a bear's face? Well, preferably not, because they tend to bite you. I mean, no. I guess if you oh, want... Yeah. Also, you're not going to be able... It's not going to be that good of a mount if you're sitting on its face. It'll be a rough ride. So you want to sit on the back mm-hmm. where it's... Mm-hmm. like scientifically the softest for your butt. So when you're riding into mm-hmm. war mm-hmm. on your bear steed, you don't get a hemorrhoid, I think. Okay. So if you're riding a bear, <laughs> you want to be on the back. Yeah. On the back of the bear. Yes. Okay. And that way All right. you can, if it goes to bite you, you could just control its head and point it forward. So it just keeps running forward. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. how bears work. Mm-hmm. As you might tell, or how strong no. they are, or if you can like actually stop one from biting you. I hope I never find out. I mean, bears are cute and all, but they kill people, so I don't want to find out. They do, they do. Did you ever see the documentary uh, Grizzly Man back in the day? No, that's the one where oh. the guy spends time with grizzlies and then he has like trouble in his life and he goes out there at the wrong time of the year and they're still hungry and they fucking eat him alive from the feet first eat him alive him and his girlfriend yeah yeah and it's uh, uh who, who's the director uh Werner herzog is yeah Werner herzog yeah because like there's they yeah. show they don't so... Yeah, because what happened was at the end, there's like a video of the guy getting eaten, but he hadn't taken the lens cap off the camera. So it was just audio. Mm-hmm. And they don't play the audio for in the in the documentary. They just show Werner listening to it, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see his face as he's listening. And he's just kind of like very kind of like um, – movie German about it. I'm not going to say a real life German person, but like movie version of a German that person. That is the where best like, loophole ever. Call somebody a movie version of a culture and then you can play up the stereotypes, which they always do in movies. Wow. 
Yeah. He, he should be so much right now, Derek. Himself, basically. <laughs> ah, well, you know. Don't sit on poo. Be a movie version of a culture. It's all good. Exactly. And with that coupled with my don't sit on a bear's face knowledge, I mean, you're sure to be okay <laughs> if you ever <laughs> go out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Noted. Right. Yeah. This is this is me coming up with a segue on the fly so that I could put it in <laughs> seamlessly. <laughs> you know what I think it is? Uh, if I'd known it would go this way, I would have written some out. Yeah, there you go. I think all podcasts are this awkward. They just edit theirs so that it seems like it's all seamless. Mm. That's what I'm going to guess. Mm. Yeah, they Which, they also don't have me. Like it, at least I'm just not like being my normal social self, where I'm just kind of like looking good today. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's not you. It's me. That whole thing. Um. Yeah. No, because the people who do podcasts, I don't really see them as all being socially suave, unless I'm just telling myself mm. that. Like I'm just pretending. That all other podcast hosts in the world are awkward so that my awkwardness doesn't stick out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what I was going to say was for sure, I was going to bring up the whole Elon Musk thing. And I was like, how do I get from bears to Musk? And it's like, I mean, I guess robot bears, but we haven't been talking about robot bears or sending bears into space. I mean, uh, bears into space, uh, tardigrades. Oh, what, there what you go. There yeah, that's go. tardigrades. Yeah. So, so let's just okay. Mm-hmm. So, I'll go back and I won't edit this because I'm lazy, but okay. I'll pretend like we're going to. So, we'll go back <laughs> and we'll talk about the part where we're riding on bears. We'll say, when I was talking about how you ride on the back of a bear instead of its face, we'll say, which gives which is a problem for tardigrades. Because they're like microscopic, mm, mm. so you'd have to just kind of sit over the whole thing or a group of tardigrades that would make up a bundle. And then I'd be like, the other word for tardigrades is space bears because they can exist in a vacuum, like the vacuum of space. And then I'd be like, you know who else has a lot to do with space? Exists in a vacuum of space. Elon Musk. Yeah. There we go. We Elon got there. Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And why Why is Elon Musk, uh, what is he doing in the news? What is he doing to upset people? Actually, he normal? said the most best, the most best thing. Uh, so what happened was Elon, I don't know. Does anybody else follow like the whole Joe Rogan scene as much as me who listens to this? I know Derek hates the other Derek, the one who's not here. I know he hates Joe Rogan. How do you feel about Joe Rogan? I've never met him, so I don't personally hate him. I've never listened to his podcast because I think by the time I realized he existed, there was maybe like two to 3,000 episodes of the show. And I was just like, no, that's too much. I'm not doing it. And so I've never, you know, my reference point for Joe Rogan is uh, News Radio. Oh, that's a good reference point. That's uh, a very good show. Yeah. He was on that. And so when people talk about Joe Rogan, I always think of him as Joe, the mechanic. Ah. Okay, so I'll give you, I'll enlighten you with the bare bones thing. So since Mm -hmm. the pandemic hit, 
California has been pretty shitty to run a business or do anything in because uh, Gavin Newsom, the guy who runs California, I think he's like, or is he the mayor of LA? I think he's the mayor of LA. Anyways, so Gavin Newsom. Nah, he's the governor. Okay, yeah. I gotta Google this. I gotta Google this. He's the governor. Well, of, he's the governor of yeah of California. Oh yeah. Okay, so he's the governor of California, and he had such tight lockdowns for the pandemic that I mean they weren't tight compared to what's happening in Canada, but compared to everywhere else in the states, they were super tight. So all these businesses were going out of business. I should have said a different word so that didn't butt up against each other. So anyways, Joe Rogan saw the writing on the wall and he was like, if all these businesses go broke, then California is just going to be like suffering economic wise. So he decided to move to Austin, Texas. And then um, Elon Musk, who is in, I don't know if he's like a friend of Joe Rogan's, but he's been on Joe Rogan a couple times, but he also moved to Texas. But his was more, I think because Newsom actually shut down the Tesla plant because they weren't following the restrictions close enough while they were trying to make their cars and stuff. So he moved the whole Tesla plant plant to Texas. And then the Washington Post was writing an article about how this would probably make the uh tesla production suffer because within the movement and stuff and then elon musk moving to texas and stuff or wait sorry i gotta backtrack there a bit um the tesla plant i don't know if the one in texas is actually operational yet but or if it was actually don't you love all these i don't actually know what i'm talking about but what happened but what i think happened is great i'm not sure if the tex tesla car manufacturing plant is in texas or if it's just the thing that makes their batteries or whatever but anyways so washington post i don't know if anybody really cares about that so washington post writes the story about how tesla's gonna suffer without elon musk there to drive it and it comes up with some like quippy thing like will tesla survive on autopilot while elon musk moves to texas basically saying like with the upheaval of him moving states is this going to affect the product and then washington post tried to get a comment from tesla the company the organization and they they were just like no comment and then they tried to get a comment from elon musk and he just says give my regards to your puppet master because Jeff Bezos runs the Washington Post. <laughs> and that made Elon Musk my fucking hero because that's amazing to just call a whole news organization just out like that. Be like, yeah, tell your puppet master I said hi. Like, what, what do you think of that? Uh, he's all right. So, um, like, e- Elon Musk the public persona is Mm -hmm. just like over the top. It's all about marketing. That's what he is. He's a marketer. So he does these things to just like draw attention to himself. It's just like my my perspective of him is like he's essentially 100% ego. Just like there's ego, there's nothing else. And so he's always doing this stuff just like, you know, like Mars, we're shooting my car into space, you know, uh, fighting with Jeff Bezos. It's all just to like, boosts the image of him like bitcoin buying bitcoin like what what's the value of buying bitcoin for a company a company to buy it who knows 
mm-hmm. Elon Musk. But um, I do think that like he's just uh, he's a bit out there. He's all ego. Um, he's unfortunately made references to uh, the red pill. So he's kind of like on uh, like some weird <laughs> um, alt-right journey in his life at different points. Whoa, and, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I'm going to stop feel, you right there. I often feel, no, no, no. I often feel very bad for people who are associated with them in their, their personal lives. I go, just got to go, stop you because not, not everybody who uses the term red pill is alt-right. I just got to point that out. Because- oh, he, he 100% was using that in that context. <laughs> <laughs> like the meme he was alluding to when he did that, it was shared by like Ivanka Trump and stuff. So, like, oh, he okay. knew what he was doing. Well, yeah. because the term red pill is often used by, I'm going to say it, truthers, which is the new thing to call conspiracy theorists, because I don't know, the word conspiracy theorist is too bogged down by bad press or whatever. So now they're calling themselves truthers. But mm. the term red pill is like it's a reference to the Matrix when. Um, Morpheus gives Neo the choice of like eating the blue pill and going back into the matrix and forgetting anything happened or taking the red pill and seeing how far the rabbit hole goes and so the term red pill like when you like saying I got red pilled or whatever by is you t- it's like a common reference for truthers to talk about when they kind of got woken up like Neo did to what was actually going on in the world so, like, I believe in some conspiracy theories, but not all of them, which is a weird line to dance, especially since apparently now some people think you're automatically an alt-right person if you believe in conspiracy theories. No, no, there's a, there's a difference. There's, I think, okay. I, I see what you're saying, but I think part of it has been co-opted by kind of the alt-right yeah. kind of um, people um but now now that you've mentioned it though now i'm so curious like what what is your your favorite conspiracy and i know this is not like where you're going with it but you gotta what's what's a conspiracy hey we could go wherever we want uh it depends like there's so many different conspiracies like my favorite which is one that alex jones has talked about and if you actually go to listen to episode 1000 of joe rogan he talks about this and i don't believe it at all it's just the most ridiculous like he talks about like interdimensional pedophile aliens which is <laughs> i saw i saw you die a bit inside when i oh, said God. that <laughs> so uh, it's just like it's a knowledge point i didn't need like there's just like oh yeah that connection point it just didn't need to exist yeah like to- it's Oh. it's my favorite because it's beyond ridiculous like it's it, and it, like and the the genius of it is it co-ops all of the QAnon pet like global pedophile ring stuff because that's done by the interdimensional pedophile aliens who need the adrenochrome to like survive and i don't know power their alien technology but it also co-ops all the david ike lizard person speech stuff that he talks about mm. so it's just kind of like it's one of those conspiracy theories where you could just kind of fold everything into it. So it becomes this like great big conspiracy theory. And then it's like, instead of having to prove like, like, so it turns out. So instead of having to prove that there's interdimensional pedophile aliens, all you have to do is prove that there's pedophiles who may be going across 
country borders. And then that kind of is like, well, if they're going to cross borders, don't you think they're going around the whole globe? And if they're all around the globe, don't you think there's someone running all of them? And then all this stuff. And then you're just like, yeah. But um, what's one that I actually believe? This is harder because it's like, it's not, it's not like I believe specific conspiracies. It's just that there's like, you see mm. stuff and you're like, well, that could be true. But I guess you could always talk mm. about like Operation Northwoods and stuff. And there was one where when JFK was alive, they were going to um, shoot down a passenger jet with like um, a remote controlled drone or whatever and then blame it on either the Cubans or the Russians to kind of start an international war. And then JFK like her learned about it. And he's like, yeah, we're not fucking doing that, but that had passed the joint chiefs and stuff. So that's just like a good uh, conspiracy theories are actually real type of thing because it's at something that actually happened. Or wait, hmm. was, yeah, I don't know. Cause it's like, or was Northwoods the one where the CIA was smuggling in drugs. <laughs> That is true. That's yeah. that's that's not a conspiracy theory. That is like a known unknown truth that they yeah, like, but like use black funds to overthrow a government and then use drugs from them or something to like fund black black sites and stuff like that and stuff that they wanted off the books that they they wouldn't be accountable to the government for mm-hmm. because it's not that money doesn't exist essentially. Yeah. But before that was proven fact, it was just a conspiracy. See what I mean there? Oh, like it was I, always God's truth. <laughs> like, I don't think the moon landing was fake. I think they actually went to the moon because, I mean, it's just right there. You just fucking aim a rocket and shoot at it. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, I don't know. It's like, I like to have the conspiracy mind because then it's like when I hear about stuff, I'm like, well, what's actually going on here? And then you kind of like look into it a bit more. Hmm. So you're just, there's no conspiracies that tickle your fancy. Uh, there, uh, there's one or two and they're both just like so dumb and obviously not true. So here's my favorite one. Okay. Is that um, you've heard of um, Beyonce. Yeah. Yes, you've heard of Beyonce. That's great. So I have um, heard the of Beyonce. Conspiracy that I have I have read, which I know is just like it can't be true, but it's fantastic, is that um, Beyonce has a sister, Solange, who is also a artist, good singer, great singer. Um, is she and real? So yeah, yeah, she's a okay. real person. And she's I've never heard of her. Fourteen or fifteen years younger than Beyonce. And so the conspiracy is that when Beyonce was 13 or 14 years old, she got pregnant, had Solange, but because she was on a trajectory where they knew that she was like singing and becoming famous, that her parents adopted her child as her sister. And that Solange is actually Beyonce's child, but they just like, they still live it as if she's their sister's. Okay. I mean, I don't think there's any evidence in the world. Yeah. I call that like a baby conspiracy, not because it's like not important or anything, but it's like, if it is true, then it's like, Oh yeah, that's true. Now what? Like, that's like, Mm. it's not like interdimensional pedophile aliens that if it was true, it would rock the foundations of society as we know it. It's just like, 
it's one of those things where it's like, if you find out Beyonce had a baby when she was 13, you just ask questions like, well, was she hanging out with Woody Allen? Like, how did this happen? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, well, um, speaking of like Woody Allen, so he was in the news this week. Did you did you hear about this? That he's in, of course in the I heard about it. Woody Allen, Woody Allen, his casting choices is a piece of shit, and uh, like see, the reason why see. he's the reason why he's in the media right now is because the documentary, what was it, Farrow versus Allen, where hmm. Mia Farrow alleged that Woody Allen um, sexually assaulted their daughter. Uh, Mia, hmm. What's her name? Dylan Farrow. Do you know? So anyways, like there's this whole, like it's been a thing that's been going on forever. Like it's been in the news and Woody Allen says it's absolutely not true. And Mia fair. And he says that Mia Farrow coached her into saying that he had done all these things and stuff. Meanwhile, fucking Woody Allen marries. um, ah, What's, what's, what's the name of his wife? Why am I blanking on this? It's like, I don't know. Okay, so Woody Allen married his adopted, I want to say Chinese daughter. Um, oh, God. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to Google it because this is bugging me. Um, Woody Allen wife. So, oh, Sun Yi. So Woody Allen married Sun Yi, who was, this is so gross if you don't know. Mia Farrow's. Mia Farrow's adopted daughter. Yeah, so Mia Farrow adopted Sun Yi, and Woody Allen married Woody Fa- uh, Mia Farrow. And then okay. Woody Allen breaks up with Mia Farrow and marries Sun Yi when she's like in between the ages of 13 and 15, which is beyond disgusting. So it's like mm. knowing that he did that just in the public for the world to see, and then he's like, I definitely mm. did not sexually assault the other child i just married this one and didn't do anything to that other one like it's beyond revolting and uh, i don't know it's like it's one of those things where it's like yeah everybody else is getting me too why is woody allen still like not in jail Oh like, man, uh, who knows? Too much, too much. <laughs> I know, right? I like, wish I had not brought that up. <laughs> yeah, well, I I kind of brought it up, but uh, do you want to know the age difference? Um, I'm gonna say 47 years. They were married in 1997. All right. Uh, wait, let me see. So Woody Allen is 85 right now, huh. and. Sun Yi is da, 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 50. So hmm. she's 35. 50 now. Oh, so she married Woody Allen when she was 27. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not as bad as I thought it was, but it's still pretty gross that he married the like adopted daughter that he was like. Like, this is definitely, you got to look into, was this a grooming situation where, mm, well, actually, he never married Mia Farrow. He was just her boyfriend for 10 years. Uh, Oh, wait, that was just when they were married. 
her relationship with Alan became national news in 1992 when she was 22 and he was 59 older. So she's 22. He's 59. And this is just when it becomes public. Like this is when the world's Mm -hmm. like, Oh, look who's dating. Who's that new couple on the red carpet? It's that fucking old guy with that girl who used to be his like, like the Daughter? person he took care of. Ugh. Yeah, maybe we should. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I hate yeah. it so much. So, if you watch a Woody Allen movie, don't. I mean, have you watched any Woody Allen movies yourself? Me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially since 1992, <laughs> that's when they all got good. Oh uh, no, uh, uh, I have because they're are classics, right? So there's the problem. There's the problem. There's always the problem of if you have somebody like Woody Allen, and there are things that are classic works that are kind of in the public consciousness. Yeah, they're like part of of culture, right? So he had some earlier works that very much were. And then there's newer things that I think you can like easily excuse and just be like, I would never be interested in watching that. Um, and it would be the same with like J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter stuff. She has whoa, 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 whoa. views about things. She's, no, 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 let me keep going. She, she's she just a, a turf. Views. Yes, not just a turf. That's an abhorrent view about people. And so mm-hmm. with that though, Harry Potter is something that is bigger than her and it's part of the public consciousness. And so I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world to like read Harry Potter, your kid, watch the movies or anything like that, because they're essentially missing out on like a cultural touchstone. Yeah. I'm sure you could be all like high and mighty and pious about it, but then you're like shooting your kid in the foot or something like that. Not in a, literal sense obviously but you know you're you're kind of keeping something from them that you know everybody else in the world has experienced and will continue to experience and whether you know it's a great work or not that's kind of beside the point but i mean i just gotta say what jk rowling's done is like she's a turf so that means trans exclusionary radical feminists and that means that's just like feminists who don't want to allow trans women to be involved in their feminist groups and stuff. So that means like a man who becomes a woman is a transgender woman because you call them by, or what they call themselves is by what they turned into. So like a transgender woman was man and is a woman and a transgender man was a woman and is now a man. So her thing is it's bad because I don't know. It's like, you don't like, you want to like, these people believe themselves to be women. So they should be treated like women. So whether they should be involved in like a radical feminist group is far different than what Woody Allen did. So I'm, what I'm saying is it's still an abhorrent. She's diminishing. Okay. She's like, she's punching down so hard, right? Like, you know, it's, it's a bad view and it's a harmful view mm-hmm. to people. And so, you know, I'm not saying that like, um, I'm not saying that. I just wanted that, to like, make I'm sure we were to, like, comparing the two. Well, yeah, no, I mean like, no, I guess in the, in the sense though, that if like, 
um, J.K. Rowling came out with something new, I'm not very interested in it because I don't really care and I don't want to support her financially uh, mm-hmm. beyond like something yeah. from the past. You know, I have some old books from back in the day. I don't think I would like to rebuy them or anything like that. Uh, maybe library. But um, yeah, I both of them in my mind, some of the, the whether it's Harry Potter or I don't even know his movies when Harry met Sally. Uh, <laughs> Not his movie at all. Oh yeah. Oh, um, but uh, <laughs> Sleeper was, was know, the only one of his I could think of. Oh yeah, yeah. So something that is like a classic, you know, it's understandable to watch something like that because mm-hmm. of the impact that it had. Um, Annie, did he have one called Annie? Yes, he did. Annie Hall, maybe it was called. Yeah, Annie or Hall is what it was called. So. Basically, what we what we can do arbitrarily, the court of Derek and Dale putting shirt judges, we say that if the movie came out by Woody Allen before 1992, when he was basically unveiled as a dirtbag, you can feel less guilty about watching, but you'll still feel weird knowing that the mm. mind that brought you the entertainment was the same mind that would marry his adopted daughter. Well, actually, is she his adopted daughter? Because no. he was only dating her mother for 10 years. I don't know. That's like, that's enough to be like, if you're in someone's life Gross. for 10 years. Well, I see also, I don't know if she was around that whole 10 years, but I'm just going to look up the date for Annie Hall. Okay. Annie Hall's 1977, which we probably should. There know. you go. That was Sun Lee. Sun Yi was only seven years old when Annie Hall came out and Woody Allen was old 42. So there you go. (laughs) Wow. Woody Allen is really old. I had no idea he was 42 in 1977 when Sun Yi was only seven years old. So like, I mean, I don't know, like, Harry Potter and stuff, I never really liked because I thought it was just, it kind of like, as the books progress, it feels like J.K. Rowling is teaching herself how to write. Like, the first Harry Potter is like this thick, and then the seventh one's like this thick. So it's like, it's almost like a weird psychological kind of study because as the kids grow, so does her writing skill, and as their life becomes bigger with like, more experience of life and wizard knowledge and so do the books become thicker but i always felt like they were like why would you read harry potter or watch the movies when lord of the rings exists or stuff like that but i watched the movies just because i don't know like i the first movie i watched i was like oh it's a little kids this is weird but it was like like the last one was dope because it was just like wizards fighting each other which is cool mm. but it was just like i don't know i kind of watched them i was like eh, i get it like I'm not going to like, oh, the perfect uh, comparison is Ender's Game. Did you read or see okay. that? No. Like that's another, that's a science, that's purely science fiction. It's young adult writing and it mm-hmm. had a movie adaption. I like okay. that movie just as much or more as the Harry Potter series, but mm-hmm. it's just like, just because it's in space and I'll mm-hmm. by default, like everything in space. Mm-hmm. So basically, if Harry Potter went away, I wouldn't really care because I'm not emotionally attached to it as an IP. Mm. And, I, and I'm and i not going to watch 
fantastic beasts and where to find them. Not because I have anything against JK Rowling, which I still think she's wrong, but I'm not saying like I'm boycotting her. I'm just not going to watch it because I'm not interested in the movies, even though Jude Law's in it. Oh, no, wait, he. Wait, was is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Is that the prequel yeah. to the Harry Potter books where he's? I think they're in the past. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Them. Well, they are, but I'm wondering if Jude Law as Dumbledore, if that's in that series or a different prequel series. Mm. Anyways, Jude Law plays young Dumbledore, which is not enough to get me to watch those movies, and that's saying a lot because I fucking love Jude Law. Oh yeah, yeah. You're Jude he's, Law man. He's one of my man crushes. Yeah. Like if you watch the movie AI, yeah. if Gigolo Joe yeah. wasn't Jude Law, one or two Not one or it. two stars worse, at least. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh I heard Huckabees. Have you seen that? I fucking love that movie. That's yeah, that is a fantastic movie. Dude, yeah. I still every once in a while I'll reference that movie and no one mm-hmm. will know what I'm talking about because like they're like, what are you yeah. talking about? But that part where he's wearing the sunglasses and his wife gets all like hippie and weird. And he's like, and he's like talking to her. And she's like, there's glass between us. And she like grabs his sunglasses. <laughs> like I've done that to Andrea. and She doesn't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Rock. Yeah. You rock, oh. rock. Which... You sit here being a rock. You are a rock. And Mark Wahlberg as the fireman oh, yeah. character. Oh, so yeah, I'm gonna just, watch that after this. I'm yeah, gonna make it is a watch fantastic it. movie. And you know what? Yeah. A lot of people didn't like it. They missed out. They are missing out. If you haven't yeah. watched I Heart Huckabees, and my older brother doesn't have to watch it because I know he already hates it and he's not gonna like it, but <laughs> <laughs> Because he's, I know he listens to all these and then he'll be like, I watched that. No, I didn't like it. But so he has a pass. He doesn't have to watch it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, it's fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So Beyonce's little sister is actually her daughter. (laughs) 100%. Back down. We went way off tat. That was like a 20 minute tangent. That was great. Yeah, yeah. On top good. of so, then if we're going back to that, then my second favorite uh, conspiracy theory is also Beyonce related, and it's oh, that really? there was a Brazilian conspiracy a few years ago um, that Beyonce was jealous of Sia and kidnapped her mm-hmm. and was keeping her in her basement and still forcing her to release music. Oh, crazy! Is Sia from Brazilian? her basement? No. I don't think so. Not at all. Oh, just the conspiracy um, like, comes out was, of Brazil. Yeah, it was this like conspiracy uh, out of Brazil several years okay. ago. And that Sia had been kidnapped and was like trying to let her fans know through like little hints and stuff. And it was Beyonce yeah. or something who had kidnapped her. Oh, like the whole Britney Spears thing. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's not cool, but I haven't heard that conspiracy. Well, I hadn't heard either of your Britney or either of your Beyonce conspiracies, but that's cool. Like I, the only conspiracies I've heard about Beyonce is that she's Illuminati and that she drops like subtle, like s- symbolism in her videos and stuff. But I haven't heard that one. The Like uh, the CEO one's cool. I don't know. See is weird. Like she is another one. Like she always hides her face and then she had that girl in all her videos for so long. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Which, 
after, which wouldn't be as weird as it is, except we just talked about Woody Allen. So now you're like, wait, there's a little girl in the video. What's that all about? And it's just nobody was thinking that. Nobody was thinking that. It's just that's because, a you thing. Yeah. That's just you. Okay. Well, yeah. They they came up in conversation near each other. So I'm like, mm, do I have to look at this different? Yeah. 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 So. So is is C in that conspiracy is Sia still in her basement or did she let her go? I don't know. No. So um, I remember hearing this from there. There was a podcast several years ago called Internet Explorer, and um, it's it, a random hmm? name. Yeah. Um, and so it wasn't related to Internet Explorer, um, but it was like a BuzzFeed podcast that was looking at the weirdest mostly darkest parts of the internet and you don't want to do that oh yeah yeah no it was amazing it was just like it's probably still online and would 10 out of 10 recommend listening to it if you want to hear disturbing things from several years ago um well if it's about conspiracies i'm definitely gonna definitely in definitely in um but that's where i think i had heard that from and so they did some reporting on that and how like brazilian fans of sia for a while had uh thought that she was kidnapped that's crazy yeah, yeah that's i was just thinking like because when i asked you is she still like trapped in beyonce's basement it's like there's so many conspiracy theories that like a couple years later you're like that was just ridiculous how could anybody ever thought about it because conspiracies never age well mm-hmm. because it's they're always like usually so time dependent and then they're like you know then like and you know like she is still around and she's still making videos. So she's obviously mm-hmm. not in Beyonce's basement still because yes, or ever she's appeared in the videos. And wouldn't she just be like, yo, Beyonce had me in her fucking basement. <laughs> send the cops. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess Unless if she, Beyonce yeah. is the Illuminati, then Sia wouldn't be like, I'm not going to call the cops on the Illuminati because then it'll just affect me. Kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. 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 The problem with overall with conspiracy theories, if it's like a broad, big ranging conspiracy theory, is that organizations on a whole aren't great at holding in secrets. No. Especially if it's like a big secret. And also, as somebody who has worked either in or near government before, Mm -hmm. um, like things just kind of happen, you know? And it's not like, There'll be planning for sure, but then um, things just get going. And so if you're thinking of like the government of BC or the United States government, it's not that like there's just like an intense amount of like, yeah, there are brilliant people who work there and there's people who are keeping everything going, but there's a certain point where entities will get going and they just go. And so, you know, it's not like that there's... um, thousands of people in America who are in a conspiracy because thousands of people could not coordinate that well and could not um, keep that secret. Like it's just an impossibility. The moon landing oh, yeah. being fake is just, it's not possible. Um, a, because I've seen an astronaut punch out a guy when he was really pissed off about it. And B, um, <laughs> B, it's just like, no, but it would have come out. It, w- it just would have come out by now. It's just, it's an impossible thing to keep that a secret for so long. 
Yeah. Like, I like what you were saying. Like, it's so impossible for different government, like, branches to communicate with each other now with the internet and with computers that can do it all automatically. Just imagine, like, in what was, like, the JFK, like, 63? 65? Yeah, 67, maybe. Yeah. So imagine trying to keep everybody in that conspiracy like yo you can't say this or whatever and like just all the people that are involved that would have to con- keep that contained or like you said the moon landing like so basically you have everybody who's at the launch place in Houston you'd have to keep secret they couldn't tell any other family and then all the people involved with building the rocket you'd have to keep secret so it basically like to keep one secret, you just balloon up. Like, and like the best example is like murders. The way that most murders are solved is because some idiot talked about it to someone else. And then the cops heard about them talking about it and then basically scooped them up and then proved it. So it's like, you really think you're going to be able to keep like what, like, let's say low ball. There's a thousand people involved in the moon landing. You're going to keep all 1000 of them from, never mentioning it in their entire lifetime it's not possible mm-hmm. yeah or like on a deathbed or something like that like somebody would just be like the whole thing was fake yeah dead you know yeah, like um, no family to worry about or anything and... yeah like especially anonymously like deep throat from the watergate scandal like there there you go mm-hmm. there's the perfect example like that was an attempted conspiracy and it failed horribly mm-hmm. And that was, was that the Washington Post that solved that? Uh, Bernstein. Woodward and Bernstein were the reporters. Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. That was, I was trying to think of the actors and I just blanked. It was that blonde guy who was in everything and one of the Italian actors. Redford. Yeah, Redford. Robert Redford. No, it was, um. It was Robert Redford and it was Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. Mm. I remember. Very Italian. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> Mamma mia. He's, he's like you said, how Italians are in movies. There you go. <laughs> he was always like eating meatballs at his desk and slurping down spaghetti. <laughs> Constant. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll like, I don't with have his time mom. for this reporting. I got to eat some pasta. <laughs> If anybody's Where's still listening, spaghetti? we're in trouble. <laughs> hey, you can't eat spaghetti <laughs> in yellow shirts, right? This pudding <laughs> shirt would be ruined if I ate spaghetti in it. Oh, be horrible. Yeah, that's why you need the little uh, the little napkin that you tie around your neck. Oh my god! Like, just I want to get like a bulk red lobster, like the plastic napkins they give you, so I can eat in clothes. Usually, you know, a plastic napkin of some sort that would be worth money, don't you think? It would. Oh my god, we should. Yeah, I should make. You could sell those. I should make as part of podcast swag, just fucking eating bibs with the podcast. Little bibs. Little bibs. Adult sized bibs, and with like that little bowl at the bottom. Like you know how like baby ones have the bowl that catches all the food, so it doesn't fall on the floor. Yeah, Yeah. Like that. Yeah, just adult size. Yeah. 
that would be amazing. Mm. Except for knowing myself, I would eat something. It would be a total success. All the stuff would be in the little pouch at the bottom, except for when I got up, I'd probably spill the pouch. And then it would just be like almost a bigger disaster because it would all fall out at once. Yeah. Or I could just little learn bits. to eat like an adult. That's your podcast name. Little bits? Yeah. yeah little bibs. Not little oh, bits. little bibs. I mean, that's like a little obvious. Little How about bibs. big little, little bits? Little bits is a little obvious. Like it's just on the nose. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Big bibs. Big boy bibs. Well, that's gender specific. There you go. <laughs> mm. Okay. Well, we're almost at the end. Uh, do you want to talk okay. about super follows? Because you're not on Facebook anymore. I'm not, unfortunately. Yeah. Do you want to tell the audience or you just want to like, whatever, they'll figure it out? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the super follows. The super follows is essentially um, – Anybody, do you, you want to tell them me. why you're not on Facebook or oh not on Facebook I thought oh I, uh, I used it for uh, invites I would like to I, when you I was... know have you heard have you heard there's a global pandemic Dale yeah have you heard of this thing COVID-19 it's it's been mentioned once or twice in my Facebook timeline which yeah. you probably didn't see yeah 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 no, I did not. No, no, because I was only using it. So several years ago, I deleted Facebook from my phone. Mm-hmm. And then when you delete it from your phone, you realize you never use Facebook yeah. and you were only going on because you would get a notification. And so then I started missing events because I just wasn't paying attention to Facebook anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, I'm married to somebody who is still on Facebook and still like lets me know about things in life. Yeah. And so uh, I at some point was just like, I don't I don't need Facebook. I downloaded all the data from it I wanted, which you can easily do export all your photos, posts, stuff like that. So I have them backed up on my Google Drive. And nice. then uh, and then I shut it off and it's been just under a year now. Oh, crazy. So like. Yeah, the reason I was asking I was asking you about this before the podcast because I was like when I was putting a Facebook post like yo we're going to do this here and there cuz we stream on Facebook if you don't know that by now then I'm sorry you just found out but uh I went to tag you and your name wasn't popping up and I was like wait does Derek not have Facebook and then but it's like it's a thing that's happening more and more like you don't have it past guest Scott doesn't have it my older brother Neil doesn't have it I think no, Jeff doesn't have Twitter anymore. So it's weird. It's because it's the funny thing is everybody who doesn't have either Facebook or Twitter has the other one, which I don't know, like Derek on the podcast, the the real Derek, the not pudding Mm -hmm. shirt, Derek, the less handsome Mm -hmm. Derek, (laughs) the one Mm -hmm. who doesn't wear short shorts, Derek, he doesn't have face or he doesn't have Twitter, but he has Facebook. So now that everybody knows which one, (laughs) who has who, but yeah, it's funny because it's like, I went to get rid of Facebook a couple years ago. And then I realized that I had used the Facebook login. Like, you know how you can like make a name, like uh, you make an account for like different websites or it's like, or it has this button or use Facebook login. I'm like, well, I'm a lazy guy. I'm obviously going to use that. So now it's like, I have, 
I don't know how many of those I have, so I don't really want to delete Facebook because then I don't know. Then you know how it is. I don't want to have to yeah. remember passwords and stuff. And oh, also, horrible, horrible. I use Facebook Messenger. I use as my main messaging platform, even more than text. Like I have a couple group, like a group chats that we have, and that's basically where you had to go say anything that's questionable on, on the internet to your friends because you can't say it on Twitter anymore. <laughs> Which is dumb because if anybody tracks you more than Twitter, it's Facebook. So everything bad that I've ever said in Facebook Messenger is probably on someone's desk right now. And they're like, you know, if this Dale guy never does anything super important, we could cancel him at any moment. And then, and then I'm over here. I'm like, yeah, that sounds terrible. Maybe I should just never do anything important. <laughs> oh, oh no, my internet connection. Okay, I'm back. Was that you or me? I think that was me because it just said I got. It just said you're not connected to the internet, and then it had like a little thing that said your internet is unstable. So where did I cut out for you? You cut out doing this. Like that, uh, you were mentioning that somebody would have your. Um, oh right, 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 right. Your, How everybody would have everything bad I said on Facebook in the Facebook Messenger. They would have it somewhere, mm -hmm. and they could cancel me. And then I said this great joke about oh, how it was brilliant. If I ever did anything super important, they could cancel me. So that's why I'm not doing anything important because I don't want to be canceled. <laughs> oh yeah Perfect. super follows <laughs> sorry <laughs> so what super follows is is um twitter is they haven't set a date or anything i think they just kind of dropped this to see what the reaction would be but they're going to do like it's basically like paid content from twitter users so like say you want to follow me on twitter at super dalebot or derek fertney which is at fertney and you're mm -hmm. like, gee, this guy's really funny. I'm going to follow him. And then either me or Fernier will be like, you know what? That's just a taste of the free stuff. If you want to see my premium content, go to this other timeline and pay a monthly subscription. Which I could tell you right now, I will absolutely never sign up for a monthly subscription to anybody's timeline. Yeah. Do you use Substack at all? I didn't even know what Substack was before I started researching ah. this. What is Substack? Okay. Substack would be, it's a, a platform that allows you to put out your own content. So you're, it's like a very fancy, better set up blog, all in one place, kind of like medium in a way where you can like post your content through there, except I think through Substack, you're more able to utilize it or sorry, monetize it. It's like medium, but I don't know what medium is. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That sounds like, um, yeah, like, no, I don't. It's like, there's this other thing, Rockfin, which is like Rockfin is like, it's like a monthly prescription, prescription subscription for podcasts but it's like the okay. Netflix for podcasts. So you, if you pay like a monthly subscription, you go, you get this content from 
basically conspiracy theorists. That's who. That's the only people who go on there because they've all been kicked off YouTube, so they need to go somewhere. To <laughs> and it's like, I like everybody knows I'm into conspiracies, but I'm not into conspiracies enough to go pay for them. So I don't know. I feel like if I cross that threshold, then that would be like problematic, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I think yeah, for sure. I think this like super Twitter or what super follows on Twitter might actually kill Twitter. Like, yeah, who knows? Right. I mean, like yeah. it all depends on, I think there's a few people who could make it work. Like, uh, Elon Musk. I'm thinking of people. No, I, I was thinking of, uh, a certain person who lives in and around Vancouver who okay. people hotly debate if they are a real human or not. And I saw that they said oh. that they will do selfies. And so I think there's enough people in the world who want to see that person's mug and see if they are, in fact, a real human, um, yeah. that that will alone get enough subscribers for uh, to help Twitter stay alive, basically. Do you want to hear a special secret about that person? <laughs> I have what? met that yeah, person. What a great secret. I have met that person in real life. And that person is in fact real and a person. Oh yeah. Oh no. You don't say. Yeah. Wow. Actually, what I was gonna do, what I wanted to do was like say, hey, do you want to come on this podcast as a big reveal that you're actually a person? But I'm not sure that they would do it. No, I couldn't picture them doing that. I wonder if they watch this podcast. Do you think we've been secretive enough that they'd know who we're talking about? Uh, depending on your audience. I don't know who your audience is. Yeah. No, like if yeah. the person we're talking about that is oh. actually a person, if they watched this podcast right now, if they knew we were talking about them. I think you could give hints to that person. Like, um, you're a bad driver. <laughs> you park your car on trees. Um, that, th those two things alone. I think that'll, that'll out the person to themselves. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, person who is a person, if you want yes. to come on this podcast and reveal that you are, in fact, a person, just <laughs> let me know and we'll do it up. The best is like anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about is going nuts. They're like, what are they even talking about? This uh, is worse than the conspiracy talk. <laughs> yeah, no, it's obviously Scott. I mean, he's just yeah. not a real person. Well, yeah. he's not on Twitter anymore. Huh. So I don't know if he's a real person anymore. Like oh, if you're not you. on Twitter. Are you a real person? Actually, I met him in real life. He's a person. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Not a non-person thing. Like a dystopian. Yeah. That sounds like so just like dystopian future. Like, is this person a real person? <laughs> mm. So, yeah, you don't think that super follows is going to wreck Twitter? even more than it's our, I feel like Twitter no. has is on a decline. Do you feel like that? 
Uh, I think it, it kind of seems like a lot of content is at this point. And it been partly, yeah. partially, like, I, I believe you've had a guest on Brandy before. Yeah. And I've seen her mentioning before that it's just like nobody has anything to say at the moment. And so there's just like Except it's this all, podcast. Well, well, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but there's just so much of the same at the moment. Like we're we're coming into almost a year of a pandemic. We're all seeing seeing the same people. If we're responsible, you know, we're not seeing too many people right now. Mm. And uh, and so we're just we're running out of things to say that are we kind of see as meaningful. Yeah. And, that's kind of the problem there that it's just there's a lack of like new experiences to kind of fuel the content of twitter yeah that's true and there's nothing like you can't go do things and brag about doing things like you can't be like oh look where i am ha 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 like i guess that would be more instagram thing like be like look what restaurant i'm in mm-hmm. so you can't brag about it but yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah maybe it's just my personal interest in Twitter is going down, mm. but well, I'm going to start tagging you on almost all of my posts now. Oh, could you? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> talking with feel... Dale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just hanging out with Dale. And then I'll be like, see mom, I have friends. Derek Burtney tags me on Twitter. And all the time. Like, What's Twitter? <laughs> and it's Derek Burtney. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, did you want to add anything else? No, no, no. I, I'm not sure if it is like the end of Twitter. I think uh, this is just one of those things. They're a company that pivots and tries things, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they're going to do what they do. It's kind of like they see OnlyFans and Substack making money, and they're kind of like, mm-hmm. "Here's a new revenue source. Let's see if we can cut it." I think they're they're trying a Facebook at the moment yeah. where Facebook just steals other people's ideas. And so that's what I think Twitter is doing in this case. Mm. Maybe they'll be able to monetize it. Well, maybe not, you know, they'll probably just like pivot away from it. And yeah. yeah like Twitter, they announced that by, I think they want to do this by 2023 or 2022. They want to make over 70 billion annually and they're only making 27 billion right now, which isn't 27 billion enough Twitter? How do you have to make more than that? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Weirdly enough, though, like I keep seeing stuff like this, like people talking about like getting off Facebook because it's like or getting off Twitter because they end up getting in too much arguments and stuff. And I keep thinking, man, if Google Plus came out right now, it would be the best because. That I don't know. I just like Google plus just came and went and you're like, wait, wait guys, that was actually a good idea. You're just going to give up on that where we can like have friend groups and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I always thought Google plus was a good idea, but nobody used it. So, and I didn't want to be talking to myself on three different platforms. So I just (laughs) took down to two. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, but I think it would be funny because then you could like instead of Twitter kicking all the right wing people off and going to parlor, you would just have Google Plus right wing and Google Plus left wing where everybody would have like these two separate circles and mm. they put all their friends in each other in the different circles. 
Hmm. Do we have to explain Google Plus, or do you think everybody knows what it was? Nobody knows. Nobody cares anymore. Was it the same as Wave? Google Wave, or what was Google Wave? Oh, uh, some other thing they was that like did. Hangouts? Is Google uh, Hangouts still around? I think they're shutting that down too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know what else Twitter wanted to fucking launch as part of their make money thing? They want to do a um, uh, thing to be a competitor to Clubhouse. Oh. Which is, to me, is the dumbest fucking thing ever. Like, I don't even know how Clubhouse is a thing. Do you, are you familiar with Clubhouse? No, so Clubhouse, you know, yeah. Yeah, sorry. So I was just going to explain it. Clubhouse is an audio-based platform where people... So it's like, remember IRC and like archaic chat programs where you'd go into a room and you'd talk to all the people in the room and then you'd have rooms based on like subjects. Like you go be like uh, Solange Knowles. Like you, so you'd go in there and then everybody would just talk about, would be Solange fans and they'd talk about all that. Well... Google, like Hangouts, I want to say Google Hangouts, but it's or not Google Hangouts. Clubhouse is this chat program where people go into rooms and like someone will host it. Like if I host it, like if I was on, if this was Clubhouse, I would just be like, this is the Clubhouse room for Outrage Factory. And we wouldn't have this video. And it would be like me talking. And then it would just be full of people able to talk at the same time and it would be fucking chaos. It would be like a zoom meeting with no video. And I don't know. The only reason I feel like this is a thing is because it's invite only. So it's like, it seems like it's got, it's still a little bit prestigious. Like remember when Gmail first started and you had Mm. to get an invite to be on Gmail and people would like lord it over you. They'd be like, I'm on Gmail. And you're like, cool i'm on hotmail and they'd be like no you don't understand i'm on gmail you could only get gmail with an invite and you're like oh well can i have an invite and they'd be like yeah here's an invite but clubhouse is like it's all like these tech gurus and like um like i guess famous people so it's like tech guys and famous people are on it and they like talk to each other on it like uh mark zuckerberg's on it uh, the guy from Twitter's on it. I guess some other people are on it and they'll have like, they'll have like highbrow meetings. Like where is media headed and how can we help it get there and stuff like that. So I think if, so I kind of want Twitter to do this just so everybody will flood on and be like, this is stupid. This is like those phone chat rooms in the nineties and then it'll just collapse. <laughs> And then I don't know what happens after that. I just there you go. Yeah. No more internet. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the yeah. whole internet will just collapse, and then people will play board games with me. Oh. Remember board That'd games? So Love yeah. board games. Love them. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm getting to the age where it's like I still play video games, but I'm starting more and more to play like just board game video games, which are like. <laughs> <laughs> Like me and my older brother will play Ticket to Ride on our computers, <laughs> <laughs> which is actually a good idea for the pandemic. 
like you yeah. go on and you play like well he lives in calgary so i can't really fucking mm. play with him anyway so it's good in that way mm. yeah <laughs> so yeah you good? We outraged out yeah yeah i'm yeah. all ta- i'm all talked out all i don't know how jogan rogan jogan rogan I don't know how he talks for three hours. Ah, my throat hurts from talking just this much. Oh, yeah. I've been practicing. I've been uh, gargling salt water. Uh, a lot of me, moo, ma, me, moo, ma, all day long. Just all day long. Yeah. Getting my throat ready. A lot of uh, throat <laughs> yoga. Throat yoga. Did the throat yoga. Like, yeah. Did, did you get your throat ready, Fertney? Was your throat ready for this podcast? Oh, yeah. You know it. <laughs> throat ready (laughs) and that's the clip (laughs) (laughs) yeah thanks a lot for posting yeah oh yeah uh, coming on hosting with me uh, a pleasure and an honor and uh you know what this is going on the resume nice uh, i'll write out the um the link on the resume um (laughs) underlined so people know it's a hyperlink on the yeah and uh yeah. color it blue yeah nice uh yeah. if people want to hear reach you where do they go just twitter or do you have like oh, any twitter other twitter is the place to find me present and that's at fertney yep yep and that would be it i have instagram but it's locked down so nobody can get on me there but okay yeah and how about you? How do they find you, Dale? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at social at social at Super Dalebot. You can find the podcast Twitter at Outrage Fact Pod. That's the same for the Gmail Outrage Fact Pod to send us some feedback. If you want to tell us how jealous you are that me and Fertney are both wearing pudding colored shirts, and you want to be part of the pudding crew, then feel free. Pudding yeah. shirt, Jimmy. Mm. Mm, pudding shirt if you're listening to audio you should go watch the video just so you can see our pudding shirt dance it was quite epic and definitely worth listening to this whole podcast again as a video version uh the podcast is on youtube you can go find it uh jesus christ i had to give it a stupid link because some asshole already had outrage factory on youtube so so basically, just like everything else with the internet, I wanted Outrage Factory, but I couldn't have it because somebody took it and then never used it. But here, I'm searching it right now. Maybe should have done this before. But, uh, you know, that's part of the magic. That's how the sausage is being made. So if you go to youtube.com channel forward slash uppercase u uppercase c eight p w f b r m k k h dash zero x l or is that is that a capitalized i or a one you know what how about you just go search outrage factory in links in the show notes yeah there is a link in the show note subscribe subscribe Perfect. so you never have to worry about because that was like a bunch of letters and there was a bunch more and i just gave up uh go do that you can 
if you want to just listen to this because you're scared that if you look at me and Fertney at the same time, we'll be just too sexy for your brain to handle it. Just go to outragefactory.com and get the audio version. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, yeah, we have Patreon, Outrage Fact Pod at Patreon, however that website works. Just uh, give us some dollar bills so you don't have to go on get our super Twitter of us. And I think that's it. Yeah. Lovely. Did you want to say anything else, sir? No, I'm good. <laughs> All right. Goodbye, everybody. And until next time, do you want to do it? Do, 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 do. No, not, 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 not oh. that. We're going to get sued by Nardwar now. <laughs> no, see, what happens is usually the other person will say, and until next time, and then I say, stay angry. So I'll oh, say it, oh, okay. and then you say the say angry part, okay? Stay crispy. Nope. Close. Angry. Angry. Yeah. Okay. All right. Real time. Real time. We're going to try it again. Until next time, everybody. Stay angry. Nice. We did it.